ladies and welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Biggest Fan, the podcast for helping women do the inner work so they can change the relationship that they have with themselves and reach their goals. Let's get started with another episode. Hi lovelies, so today I am going to share with you my story. Um, It's been a very interesting one I would say in my 29 years of life so obviously the the whole point of this podcast is to kind of look at the relationship that you have with yourself and hear experiences about you know women that have struggled with that and why they struggled or you know how that affected them and how they overcame it so I wanted to come on and share my experience with that and I can honestly say that I don't really know when the kind of epiphany moment was that I realised that the relationship with myself was not great. I think I've always known, I think there's always been something in the back of my mind that, you know, that not good enough kind of feeling. I think there's always been insecurities and, you know, that negative self-talk and trying to live up to other people's expectations and all of that. I think, you know, that's always been a part of, I mean, I can remember right back to teenage years, you know, being in school and thinking and feeling like that. And so I think over the last, probably I would say the last year or so, I got to the point where I thought, what is it that I want to do or what is it that I'm aiming for? What is it that I'm looking to do? What am I trying to do with myself? I think it doesn't help that I'm coming up to 30 and it was a bit like, maybe like a, uh, not a midlife crisis, but a little bit of a panic setting. But I got to the point where I thought, okay, right, you have felt this way for so long now. What are you going to do about it? And there has been so many different contributing factors to the relationship with myself. I think, um, you know, I was in a really bad relationship from the age of 17 um, for seven years. That relationship was completely vile. And, you know, we both did things in that relationship that were not good. I mean you know, I didn't like the person that I was when I was with him. And so the relationship with myself when I was in that relationship was really, really bad. Um, Yeah, there was definitely a lot of regret from that relationship. And I think a lot of that has kind of carried through to, to very recently, you know, into, I took a lot of that baggage into my current relationship. Um, I've been with my partner now for six years. And at the very at the very beginning of that relationship, it was, it was really hard uh, to to kind of not expect the same thing to happen, or you know, it was completely different. My last relationship was, you know, completely toxic, completely vile, completely everything that a relationship shouldn't be. It was all of those things, and here I was with this this brand new person who was the complete opposite, the type of guy that, you know, holds the door open for you, carries your 
bags for you, you know, that type of thing where I was so not used to it, it was almost like I'd try and sabotage that, like, I wasn't good enough to have that kind of relationship, so I would try and, I don't know what the word is, I don't know, I, but I would try and sabotage that, I would try and cause an argument for something else because it used to really affect me, it used to really play on my mind, that kind of stuff, you know, kind of, why is he treating me so nicely, <laughs> and that's so sad to say, but that's how it was, uh, so, yeah, I think, it got to the point then where I thought I definitely wanted to change the relationship with myself for the sake of my relationship, but not just that. It was It was almost like a wake-up call to sit and see, you know, how almost brainwashed I'd become into thinking and feeling a certain way about myself. You know, the relationship with myself was awful and I used to say absolutely horrible things to myself and used to think, you know, ridiculous things. And so it got to the point, like I say, where I thought, you know, something's got to change here. I can't keep bringing all this baggage from my last relationship into my current relationship. I can't keep treating myself the way I did before. That needs to change. So I started doing little bits. You know, I tried, I started opening up more to Corey about the things that I'd been through. I started just trying to trust. It was so hard to actually trust, not only him, but myself, to actually trust myself in that relationship, or in this relationship. Actually trusting that I was allowed to be happy. I was allowed to have this person treat me so nicely and I think that was a really really hard thing to come to terms with but yeah I did it and now we've been together for six years and it's it's honestly great you know and the relationship with myself now because not because of him but because of the things that he allowed me to see I think you know it it was the things that he showed me in the sense of what a real relationship should look like that I was able to then realize you know I was worth so much more because I thought before me and him got together I thought I'd done the work you know I thought yeah I'd put myself back through college I'd gone and got my level three in childcare. Uh, when me and him met I was just about to finish my level three uh, I had my own flat and I was starting uh, a, my first childcare job <clears throat> and so I thought yeah this is it you know I've done I've done the work I'm okay but it was obviously all just external things that I'd changed about myself, which was good. It was fine. You know, it was it was good that I'd made all these changes and I was starting to realise that I was worth more in the sense of the lifestyle that I had. Um, but it was quite easy to realise when me and him got together that that was 
not just where it needed to end. There was a lot of work that needed to be done inside, you know, a, a lot of work that needed that I needed to do on my own for myself, however, you know, hard it was going to be, I needed to do that as well. And so I started trying to do different things to try and sort that. And as I say, I would honestly say it's been a really, really hard time going because I think it was getting to the point where you almost, how I describe it is, you almost get to a certain level and it's almost as if I can see or feel that there's that little bit deeper that you need to go, but (laughs) something is just stopping you and it's almost like you're trying to protect yourself from whatever that little, that deeper level is. It's almost like, I describe it as kind of like you've got your surface level then you've got that next level of, I've dug a little bit deeper, you know, this is fine, this is all cushy, I can deal with this, but then there's that really big, you know, demon at the bottom or whatever you want to call it. And that's the one where you sit and think, no, I don't feel like talking about that one, thanks, or I don't feel like discussing that one or sorting that one out. And it probably wasn't until, as I say, the last year or so that I've really started trying to unpack that. And again, that was probably one of the things that made me start my business because I've always known that I wanted to have my own business. I've always, always, always had this big vision for my life. You know, my vision, if anybody asks me what my vision is, my vision is always I have this massive house that has, you know, mountain views, terrace that I sit sit out on, every morning to eat my breakfast, you know, the weather's always nice and I'm surrounded by people that I love. Um, I don't have, you know, financial burdens, you know, I'm debt free. There's, my day is just whatever I want to do with my day. That's what I get to do. So it's all about freedom. I've always wanted this life of freedom. And so when I, as I say, I got my level three and when me and Corby got together, uh, I decided to go to university and do my foundation degree in early years. And because I was work, we, I was working as well. I did that part time, so that took about four years, I think it was. So I managed to get that, and it was one of those where I was never satisfied, and it takes a lot. I've noticed. I'm quite. You know, I like to jump from one thing to the next. I don't kind of stop and look at what I've got and be appreciative. Not appreciative, actually, that's the wrong word. It's I don't look and praise myself. That's what it is. I don't look and praise myself for the things that I've done. I just kind of move on to the next thing. Like, come on, what's next? Okay, let's go. What's next? You've done that, crossed it off, tick, done, what's next? And it was having to realise that these things that I was doing they were not pushing me towards this goal that I wanted, this vision of, or this life of freedom that I wanted. You know, I I got my level three, fair enough, and I, I got my foundation degree, and they are things that I'm quite proud of, but they were not, it wasn't this big vision that I wanted for my life, you know? So, originally, after, in fact, I think it was halfway through doing my university, 
I decided that I wanted to open my own nursery. I decided that I, well, first of all, I wanted to get a job in management of nurseries to kind of learn that side of it and then decide, yeah, you know, I was going to have my own nursery business and that was going to be the thing that was going to get me towards, you know, my life of freedom was by owning this nursery business. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely love working with, working in childcare, you know, it's something that is so different every day and it's so rewarding, that kind of job is. But again, it's, it's not the kind of freedom that I thought I was going to get. So, I mean, I was very, very close to, you know, investing in opening a nursery uh, probably about two years ago now. No, it must have only been about a year ago, actually. So what happened was I got a manager's job, literally walked into this preschool and basically said, you know, that job's going to be mine. And I got it and I'd had no experience really, you know, managerial wise. And I I got the job and I've been at that place now for four years this year. And as I say, whilst, whilst I love it, I've realised that opening a nursery and a business like that, it's not going to give me the kind of freedom that I want. It's it's the type of business really that I, it, it needs, it doesn't need, but it's it's going to require me to be around a lot more than, you know, I want to be eventually. <clears throat> so I, it wasn't until... I would say probably mm, maybe September last year that I, I even st- knew what coaching was. I stumbled into it. I can't even remember how. I found a coach on Facebook and I don't even know like where it came up from or how it, but I just saw her page on Facebook and I just kind of, you know, started having a look at it and I was thinking, oh my God, this is like. I love this kind of lifestyle that she's talking about. She was working from home. She, you know, was being able to travel. She was being able to work from being on a sun lounger in the Mediterranean whilst, you know, sipping cocktails and all that. And I thought that is the kind of lifestyle that I wanted. But then I thought all of those things of, you know, who are you to be a coach? What the hell would you even coach? All of that kind of stuff came in. And it was a bit like, I pushed it back onto the back burner again. And all all this time, whilst, you know, since I left my ex, I've been trying to do that work. And about a year ago, I started doing the deeper work. And all that, you know, being on that self-love journey, it made me realise that there were other women out there that were feeling exactly the same way that I was. You know, there was other women out there wanting this life of freedom or having this really bad relationship with themselves regardless of whether that meant that they'd come from a toxic relationship or not you know there were all these women out there that were feeling so stuck so lost so fed up with life or you know feeling so low with themselves and feeling so down with themselves and feeling so bad about themselves that it wasn't until, as I say, I stumbled across this coach and there were things that she was talking about, you know, with like niches and stuff like that. And I thought, actually, do you know what? 
how amazing would it be to actually have a business that is going to give me the financial freedom, the lifestyle, all of that that I want, but also talking about the experiences that I've been through and how that's helped me, how I've changed that, how that shaped the person that I am now today. And I've kind of come through the other side of it. I'm definitely out of the worst bit. I'm not completely, you know, out of the woods yet, but I'm definitely in a better place than I have been. I can honestly say that I'm probably at a place, like the best place that I've been with myself, but there is still, I think self-love journeys and getting to know yourself in the relationship that you have with yourself is a daily thing. It's not something that is going to just, you know, wake up one day and all of a sudden it's going to be fixed. So yeah, I decided that that was what I was going to do. It was one of those that that was a bit of a light bulb moment of, oh my God, yes, this is what I'm been waiting for all this time to decide you know this is what I'm going to do with my life because you know when you're 15 and people will say to you what do you want to do with your life I didn't have a clue I did not have a clue what I wanted to do with my life I basically my mum said to me Leanne you either need to go to work or go to college so it's up to you you're leaving work uh, you're leaving school you need to decide do you want to go and get a job or do you want to go to college and I at that age I thought I'm not going to get a job what the you know I'm 16 years old I'm not going to work yet so I went to college and I just pissed about to be honest I literally was there for I think two years just over two years and left there with absolutely no qualifications at all I just I literally at points would get up go to college and just sit in the canteen all day with my friends. That was my lifestyle. And that was literally because I had such a bad relationship with myself that I didn't have this, you know, this vision at that point of what I wanted for my life. You know, I didn't think I was worthy enough of having this kind of lifestyle that I wanted. So, yeah. <coughs> um completely digressed now but yeah so that was when I started my or that was when it clicked that I wanted to do coaching and I found my coach um in October of last year I think kind of started following her on Facebook and then I found out about you know her group coaching program that you could do for a year and I was like yes this is what I'm doing so I've been doing that so my business officially launched in January from scratch absolutely no idea what I was doing still hardly you know there's still times when I sit and think what are you doing with your life but it's all good it's all fun it's all interesting I'm absolutely loving the journey so that is kind of like a whistle stop tour of my kind of journey with you know a little bit of who I am what I've come through, where I've been at, you know, what I'm trying to do with my life, all of that sort of stuff. I just thought I would come on, give you a little bit of an insight there into that. And these kind of uh, episodes about myself and about my life and all of those kind of things will be quite regular. I will come on and keep sharing these things and the experiences that I've been through in a, in a bit more detail. But I just wanted to kind of come on give you a little bit of an overview I realize it's now been nearly 20 minutes where I've basically just spoken about myself so I'm very sorry and if you're still here listening I very much appreciate it um but yes I am hopefully going to be as I said in my introduction 
be releasing an episode weekly and I'm just hoping that these episodes can help women to realise that they're not on their own, that they are not any different to anybody else who's struggling with the relationship with themselves, you know, they are not alone in all this. So that was the reason that I started this podcast was to kind of help just women just listening to think, actually, I'm not on my own. And just to help show that, you know, it is hard work, but it's not, you don't have to stay there. You know, it's not somewhere that you are going to be for the rest of your life if you choose not to. So yes, I have been talking for so long now. So I'm going to leave that episode there. And I would just like to say thank you so much for listening. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Be Your Own Biggest Fan. Be sure to come and follow me on Instagram at youfirstxpo and I will see you next time.